progressive, respectful, mentoring, compassionate. These are the values of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. And now we proudly present Palmdale Regional Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, heart disease and stroke are among the nation's leading cause of death and disability. They can affect anyone without regard to age, race, ethnicity, sex, or income level. Some aspects of these are largely preventable. My guest today is Dr. Joe Chauvapon. He's a vascular surgeon and a member of the medical staff at Palmdale Regional Medical Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Chauvapon. What are we seeing these days in regards to heart disease and stroke in this country? Hi, Melanie. Um, well, thanks for having me on your show. Um, with respect to um, cardiovascular disease and um, stroke, uh, these are some of the highest mortality uh, in the nation. So, you know, as long as our patients can be in great vascular health, you know, they'll live a long life. So you have some steps for us because people want to optimize their health. They want to do things that they don't feel are that hard to make those lifestyle changes. What do you want to tell them? Oh, thanks for asking me that question. So, you know, oftentimes when I get my um, the patients in my office, they're always asking me after some life-changing event that has happened to their um, vasculature, they'll ask, Dr. Shovapan, what can I do? Is there any magic pill that I can take? Is there any herbal supplement that I can do in order to optimize my health? And, you know, frankly, um, you know, there's two things that we can do in order to optimize our health. Um, you know, and they're very, very basic. You know, whenever I look at the, any new and innovative um, changes that can happen in um, medical care, um, you know, things come in cycle in medicine all the time. However, um, with um, the changes that occur, um, we always go back to the basic. And the first basic tenant is, you know, what was uh, written by uh, Hippocrates, which is, let thy food be thy medicine. So, you know, what I tell all my patients is, you know, really, if you can eat um, uh, in a helpful manner, and they're always asking me, you know, how can I do that? Um, so in answering to that question, what I tell them is, you know, anything that's processed is probably not so good for your cardiovascular health. What ends up happening is processed food uh, traditionally um, can cause some stress within the vascular system, which will thereby lead to vascular disease. So if they can kind of stay away from that and eat more natural foods, um, that's very helpful for our patients. Um, and the other thing that they always ask me is, is there anything else? And uh, Melanie, you're going to love this. It's movement. Movement is medicine. So the more that the patients can move around and engage in exercise activities, and we're not talking about going to the gym and, you know, carrying like 200 pounds weight. What we're talking about is simply... There are 30 minutes of cardiovascular exercise three times a week. It's not only good for your vasculature, but also very good for your brain as well. Uh, what we found is individuals who move around a lot, who's more active, um, our um, senior will live a lot longer, uh, five years uh, longer than their counterpart who doesn't have exercise regimen. Um, and it makes you feel better, increase your self-esteem and your self-confidence. Well, exercise certainly is medicine, according to the American College of Sports Medicine, Dr. Chauvapan. So what you want people, you say they don't have to go lift big weights and people are not sure how to begin. When you tell them that, when they say, how do I begin? What, what can I do to lose a little weight and get some exercise? What's the first thing you tell them to do? Well, uh, simple. 
So what I tell them is, number one, is their mindset. They have to want to do this. And, you know, it's just like everything else, Melanie. They want to identify with their why. Why do they want to exercise? For most of us, it's to have um, healthier living and living longer. So as long as they can identify their why, then the next is the how. And what I tell everybody is, especially for individuals who are first starting to work out or want to become active, um, most of us, you know, every January 1st is now running down to the gym, signing up for uh, a membership, and they go for about a month and then drop out completely, uh, become demotivated. However, I think if you can identify your why and then take simple, easy steps, which includes maybe if, if you haven't done any activities at all, maybe start by doing five minutes walk every day. And when you start to engage in these mini habits, five minutes walk can grow up to 10 minutes, and then after that, 20, and then 30. And who knows? That can lead to a brisk jog and eventually to cardiovascular exercise, which is very, very beneficial to your body. But the first step is to move your body. And a lot of people have a hard time doing that. They certainly do. And and you mentioned nutrition and processed foods, and certainly let food be thy medicine. When people get confused about what they can eat, what to do with all of those healthy foods that they hear about. What do you tell them when they get to the grocery store, how they should look at the grocery store when they start to shop? Oh, I love this question because I get it all the time in my office. Everybody tells me, well, what should I buy? I, Melanie, I have a simple solution for, uh, for all the patients and all the listeners that's listening to the show. What I tell everybody is, as you walk into the grocery store, Stay away from the middle aisles. What you want to do is walk along the perimeter of the store. So when you go into your major supermarket, as you turn left or right, you will see the produce department. You go there, pick up all your good uh, fresh uh, veggies and uh, fruits. Go to the back, pick up some uh, dairy product and some meat. Pick up some water and avoid the bakery and just leave. There, you would pick up all the good stuff. All the bad stuff is kind of in the center, including your um, ho-hos and your cakes and and all the processed food and everything else. They're usually housed in the aisles. But if you can stay in the periphery, you'll be okay. What about knowing our numbers? We hear the risks, blood pressure and cholesterol and blood sugar. What do you want people to know as a vascular surgeon about those numbers they see in the blood test? Yeah, so that's a really, really good question. I think, you know, you know, sometimes we get super focused on the numbers and we become demotivated. You know, so, so for some of my patients who are diabetics, you know, they get frustrated because their numbers are so high. But what I tell them is, yes, use your numbers as a guideline. However, I think the more important point is to actually stick to healthy living. If you can stick to, you know, mining what you put into your body and start doing the exercise, what you'll see is all those numbers will come down. Um, You know, I see a lot of the patients uh, who are diabetic in my office who actually uh, have gone from the pre-diabetics back to normal when they start um, doing exercise, start watching what they're eating, and also losing weight. I mean, that's a huge component. What affects us uh, here in the United States and most uh, first world countries is the fact that we are, you know, kind of saturated with... um, a lot of processed food uh, within our diet, and our diet has been very high caloric in, in intake, and mostly they're from the foods that exist within the aisles within the grocery store. However, when people engage in healthier living 
and healthier um, uh, movement and exercise, what they find is um, their weight come off, and in that circumstance, they'll actually lose that pre-diabetic status uh, of their body and become healthy. We have this epidemic of obesity and childhood obesity, Dr. Shovapan, and now we're seeing children coming up with diseases that used to be mainly for adults. What do you tell parents about getting the whole family into this healthy eating and and good activity all together so that this doesn't seem to be the norm? Oh, absolutely. And so that's a really good question. When you look at um, head of households in terms of what dictates what happens to the rest of the family, you can actually see that um, mom actually has such a huge impact in terms of how the family is going to diet because it's mom who's going to the stores and uh, buying the produce and uh, the food in, uh, for the household, and that may have a huge impact in terms of how the child is going to uh, what the child's going to imbibe into their body, and uh, that impacts how much they're going to weight and the health of, of the entire family. So, you know, what I say to that is, you know, as long as we can educate moms uh, and adults within the household, the children will follow in terms of um, their health habits. Couldn't agree more. And in just the last few minutes, Dr. Shovapan, wrap this up for us. What should people who want to improve their health think about as the most important bits of information you've given us here today? So just two things. Number one, let thy food be thy medicine. And number two, movement is medicine. If we can embrace that, we'll get rid of 90% of diseases that are killing us today. And why should they come to Palmdale Regional Medical Center for their care? Because it's one of the best places in the world. What a great answer. Thank you so much for being with us. You're just an excellent guest. You're listening to Palmdale Regional Radio with Palmdale Regional Medical Center. For more information, you can go to palmdaleregional.com. That's palmdaleregional.com. Physicians are independent practitioners who are not employees or agents of Palmdale Regional Medical Center. The hospital shall not be liable for actions or treatments provided by physicians. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening.